We're recording. We're yo, live. Yo, 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 episode two. Let's start hitting them with the uh the Kawhi. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh man, Kawhi. Um <laughs> episode two. We're back. I know it's soon, but we're we're back, man. Episode two. If you thought we were hit it and quit it type guys with a podcast we're not <laughs> <laughs> we are love makers man we are putting effort and time into couple this rounds. relationship a couple rounds at least <laughs> so excited man i honestly ever since we put the first one out just what, a couple of days ago it's all i've been thinking about it's all i've been wanting to do and put out a sec this second episode so yes sir I, i'm excited yeah, it's a big time man we're lucky we got some Big international football this summer, Euro, and all the soccer fans are excited. Starting next week, starting Friday. Friday evening. Friday. Well, midday for you, but yeah, evening for us, I think. It's Friday, man. Yeah, I'm pumped. Can't wait. Bro, Euro 2021. A year later, man. A year later. Yeah, a year late. Thanks to fucking COVID, but. We're not going to talk about how my tickets got sent back and that I'm not going to any games. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still so salty not? about it. No, I'm not going. You're not even going to try it? No, I can't get into... My tickets were to the quarterfinals in Munich. So I can't really get to Munich. Yeah, but you can't buy something for, in England? Where is it? It's all over the place in England, isn't it? Or yeah, just it's at Wembley. So Croatia play England next week. I'm still going to try and manage to get a ticket to that. But I can't get to the Glasgow games just because they're during uh, working times. So I'm not able to yeah, mission I'm it sure there. still working for a bit. So I can't, I don't want to talk about it. You know what? After going to the Euros in 2016 in France and experiencing that, I was loving life. And then somehow managing to go to the World Cup and go yeah, on Croatia's run. I really, really wanted to keep the to keep the competition streak going and go to the Euros, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm hoping next week. This next time, next week, Sunday, hopefully I'm at Wembley watching Croatia hopefully beat england in their ass whoop by england no oh yeah maybe we're losing to belgium right now man one no half time yeah, so belgium was good too belgium's gonna have a tournament but that takes us into the whole episode so we got euro 2021 feels even weird saying 2021 so for those of you first off shout out to every single one of you that have messaged myself or keith yeah appreciate it appreciate the love it's just been amazing just to hear some feedback, get some feedback and just go with it. Like people that honestly haven't heard from in a little bit, which is even more amazing and just yeah. positive Pretty praise cool. and just, you know what? We love it. And like that shit actually makes my day. And so it's much love. Shout out to the people that have followed the socials and been on the Instagram and kind of engaged with it that way. It's obviously growing and we're getting there. So um, big ups to you. And obviously everyone who listened to the episode, I mean, shout out to you. Yeah. So you want to get into it? Let's break down these groups, make some predictions. Okay, so I'm going to explain the tournament quickly to yeah. our non really football understanders. So the Euros has 24 teams, 24 teams just in Europe. So if you're thinking you're a Messi's, you're a Neymar. <laughs> They ain't there. Neymar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not there. So it's European competition, 24 teams around Europe. This is the very new thing that's happening in this tournament where there's actually 11 host cities. So before in pre like previous tournaments, it was usually typically like one country would be the host or there'd be a pairing of countries and they would split up the games fairly evenly. And then it would be across maybe two cities or one country and loads of cities. I believe in... France last time I was there I think they had like eight stadiums nine stadiums all over the country and it was wicked so this one is actually very different because it's going to be in 11 host cities all around Europe which really gives like an advantage to these home teams I think big advantage man bro if you think about massive. it like England Italy Germany Hungary yeah, massive man that gives you a little boost Spain, like they're all playing at and like they're all playing at their home ground. Yeah, exactly. So they're definitely getting an advantage, which is. But like, do we know stadium-wise, people attending? Do we know what capacities are going to be looking like yet? Yes, we do. So they have like they had to reestablish it and fix it. So 
certain ones like in safer countries that yeah. have gone past COVID a little bit better. The highest one is like 50% and that's in Baku in Azerbaijan. And it's like no foreign spectators. It's only yeah, like citizens. So like, and plus Baku is paired with Italy, with Rome. Mm-hmm. So it's just Italy's group that's playing there. But like the only one, um, Budapest is full capacity, but there's like strict requirements to get into that. And then some other ones like in Russia, it's like 50%. But like a lot of them is 25 to 33%. And it's not yeah. that many, but you're at least getting like 10,000, 13,000 fans yeah. in each venue. So you're still creating, there's still a little bit of an atmosphere being created. Which will be good. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, like you have those, you have those host, host cities, host countries, they're getting that advantage. So everybody that you're like paying attention to, they're going to be played all across over there. How the group stage works is that there's six groups, I believe, and the top two teams from each group will qualify to the round of 16. And then out of that, the four best third place teams will make it to the round of 16 as well. Yeah. So there'll be six teams that come third place. They'll rank them from one to six based off of their points. And then those teams will get their way into the round of 16. And kind of like the most fucking snowflake thing ever. <laughs> and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. You hate it. Bro, Portugal would not have won the Euros in 2016 because they came third they, in the group yeah i don't know how they made that run to be honest if their group you know they who came played. top of their group hungary or like i think no hungary or whatever finished above them in the group dude and they yo they didn't play well at all and just made that run to the the final i don't know how they, they didn't won. win a game in 90 minutes i don't yeah, think they won I a game in regulation i honestly don't know how they won france should have beat them but... croatia should have beat them the final should have been Croatia and France. No. But, let, but let's not get into it. I, 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 that's, another, that's another episode that we'll get into. It's bullshit. I watched that game, Portugal versus Croatia. I watched the game in Lisbon, in the city center, with like 15,000 Portuguese people. It's so excited. After being at all the group stage games, I was looking at flights to Lyon for the semifinal. <laughs> And we lost it like 114th minute. They scored some terrible header. And all these Portuguese people were celebrating around me. I wanted to fucking cry and curl up. It was awful. Oh, my God, man. But let's not dwell on the past. We, we, we move on and we got this tournament now. So that's the setup for the tournament. That's how it's going to work. If you're lost at this point and you don't know what's happening, pause the show restart it to where i started explaining (laughs) or pull up wikipedia and figure it out because the tournament starts on the 11th and the very first game takes us to group a where we go to the stadio olimpico in rome and it's turkey versus italia forza azuri shout out to all the italians listening to the episode forza azuri that's a big that's a decent group so we got turkey italy Wales, switzerland and group a I think that's kind of a dead group, to be honest. Bro, well, well, man, Turkey is going to be a good team. Turkey's going to be, for me, they're one of the teams I think will get out of that group with Italy. Yeah, so Italy I think Italy will win the group. Switzerland's Italy. just weird. I don't think they ever, like, actually put on at an international level. They have, like, random it's, guys yeah, some reason, yeah. that play for big clubs, but they've never really done much as a team. Oh, they're definitely... I can't see them coming out of that. But, man, Wales, too. Barrel Bell. They got some guys over there. We'll see. He always shows up for Wales. So They had a great that tournament. Good... They had a great last. Yeah. Euros. Was that Euro? Bro, they made it to the, the semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, I forgot. That one, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, I guess we'll give it to them. But, yeah, they made it to the semis. You, you can't, like, discredit them. But <laughs> they did well. They kind of had an easy path, but I, we won't talk about that either. But that group, I guess, like, I think it all depends, really. Like, that travel from Rome to Baku is a bit much. And Italy's playing all their games at home. And Italy haven't conceded a goal in months, 
on the amount of games Mancini is doing bits with them. And they just seem like they're kind of like that generation, like they're kind of like revving to go back and ready to play. I think they got all their young players finally into their squad. And I think... Yeah, and they still have a good mix of those old, like, vets, guys, those guys, the Panucci, Panucci. Yeah, definitely. They got those, yeah, those leaders in the room. Yeah. No, it's true. I, I think if you look at the group, like, I don't think any either any of those teams are like the superstars or like the the ones to win it. So I think that what makes group interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I think some good games will come out of that group. So who's your top two coming out of that group? One and two. My top I think Italy win the group. And I think that, that Turkey Wales game will decide. Um second place, but I think Turkey, I think I'm going Italy, Turkey. Yeah, that's what I that's what oh, I had written Turkey. down as well. Yeah, Turkey, Italy, and then I think Wales somewhat gets they a might, result, and then yeah. potentially comes that third place team in the group. Yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, so we can agree on that for Group A. But that's what I think. Yeah, but for sure, Italy wins the group. I think easily, especially playing all those games at home. Yeah, that's the home. that's what I mean. It's like it's such an advantage. Yeah. Okay, who do we got in Group B? Group B, we got Denmark, Finland, Belgium, Russia, and. Those Belgian boys are going to run rampant in this group. <laughs> Lukaku, I think Lukaku might be go, get golden boot, bro. He's gonna be scoring goals in this group easily. You know what? Part of me really wants to root for Finland in this group. Finland? Yeah, bro. It's their first like major competition in ages. Time. I can't see them doing it. I wrong. would love like Timu Puki to light it up. <laughs> It's going to be a pookie party. Could you imagine a pookie party, man, at the Euros? Oh, and their God. kit is unbelievable. Yeah, what are they, Nike or Adidas? The Nike. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's nice. It's a nice. It looks exactly kind of like their flag, and it's really okay. nice. But I think, so the home teams in this group, you have Denmark playing at home in Copenhagen, and you have Russia playing at home in St. Petersburg. Russia, dude, Russia... Russia's a problem, man. Even the World Cup run they had. Yo, but at that that's what happens at World Cups and countries that host. Yeah, they always there's always do well. there's always something that goes on. Yeah. So always do well. So they, they play they have a so Russia has, Russia's playing every game at home in the group. I think how it works, like so if the two teams, how it's ranked, because we'll go into a little bit, because England plays Scotland and England's game against Scotland is going to be at Wembley and not at Hampden Park, not mm-hmm. in Glasgow. So I don't, I'll check right now to where that game's supposed to be played, but it shouldn't, I can't really see. Denmark's got a good side. Dude, but if Russia's playing every game at home, they're going to. So like, Russia, you, Russia, I'm... Denmark is in Copenhagen. Okay. So they, Denmark has all three. Okay. So they, you got to remember, they still have Kasper Schmeichel, great keeper. They got Eriksson just coming off the Serie A. They got Poulsen, the striker for Leipzig. Yeah. They got players. They got that defender who plays for AC Milan with the fucking, his name starts with K-J-A-E-R. I don't, <laughs> don't want to butcher it right now. But they got players. Like, they actually have players. Yeah, no. But I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm obviously taking Belgium to, to win it, but I think I'd go Russia. I'm going Russia. Yeah, I put I have Belgium winning that group and in second place of that group, I have Denmark. You took Denmark? No. Yeah, it'll be and, between it'll be and between with my Russia choice, I put Finland as third because I, I really hope that Finland can get a result. Nah. It'd be nice, man. P- a third party, man. Pookie party. But, but yeah, um, that's fine. I think I, I agree with that. Belgium, they got it. They have to do something. Like obviously the World Cup, they came third, but the last Euros, that was like kind of like everybody was looking at Belgium to be yeah. the team. Yeah. And, and they kind of underperformed. They made it to the semis, I believe, but still just wasn't really good enough. So group C, Holland, Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. Bro, I didn't even know there's a North Macedonia. <laughs> Bro, how are you being so disrespectful to the Balkans, man? I'm sorry, but I did not know. The know number one North. product come out of North Macedonia is Ivar. And if you don't know what Ivar is, you need to have it. If you're listening to this, go into... Macedonia, man. 
Bro, that's where Nova's from. Yeah, I know. I didn't know it was a North Macedonia. Like a... It's okay, man. Well, Keith just learned something yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Number one product is, is Ivar. So go get it. It's great. It's amazing. You'll find it. I believe, yo, they sell it at Costco. It's in Costco. My brother sent me a picture of it. Balkans well, making moves, man. I'm telling you that. Well, North Macedonia, enjoy your three matches, man, because <laughs> it's going to be a quick tournament for you. <laughs> I have them coming dead last in the group. Holy, but okay. Holland, man. Holland, no uh, Van Dyke, though, man, unfortunately. Because I yeah, feel like they're starting know, to... Go, no, go on. Speak. Speak on it. No, I'm saying they're starting to have... Uh, obviously, they've had some down years, but now they're starting to have some young, good young talent coming up. And yeah, um, they took I think this would have been the first tournament for them to be make some noise. But I don't think at the back, man, losing that guy, bro, would have been. But need... the thing is, Chief, they still have Nathan Ake and they still have DeLitt. Bro, Ake played like six games this season. <laughs> yeah, of course. But like, it's still not a bad. Yeah, I know. It's not like they have someone completely do yeah, at the back. That's true. But that guy missing Van Dyke, bro, that's a game changer, man. It's tough, but like North Macedonia obviously has no chance. Austria, I don't even know who fucking plays for Austria, who represents Austria. And that's no offense to any Austrian listeners if there are any. But I have Holland coming out of the group because, like what you said, it's like they took years off, man. It's just, yeah. It's like when France went through it, Italy kind of went through it. Every country kind of has like a generational talent. Yeah. It's so hard to keep that consistency. Yeah. So Holland's back with it. They got like the Memphis to Pies. They got Delit. They got Ake. They got Genie Wijnaldum. They got like a couple guys that are like Promes, I believe, is playing mm-hmm. there. They got guys, man. So, and that group isn't overly challenging. So I think I had them coming first in the group. I actually had Austria coming second in the group and Ukraine coming third. You have Austria? Yeah, just because like, yeah. Ukraine Ukraine doesn't really have any like ballers really. They got Yarmolenko who plays for West Ham. I'm trying to think of like other guys, but like no one really stands out to me. So I yeah. that's why I went with Austria. No, for myself, I'd go obviously the Dutch and then I'm, I'd go Ukraine. Fair, fair. I go Dutch, the, thing, the thing that's interesting that we can maybe talk about in a bit is when these groups have like a North Macedonia, it's so beneficial for the group mm-hmm. that the third place team is almost like looking to hopefully get those three points. Cause if yeah. you pick up the three points against one of those teams, then you're almost like kind of like a shoe in for that third place selection. Yeah. So definitely like managers and everyone are looking at that and just really have to take a, take a deep look at yeah. how they arrange their team and really what ones they are going for. So you're going, so you're going Holland, uh, Austria, Holland, Austria. Okay. That's group who's, C. Uh, who's group D, mate? Group D, we got England, Pavelas, Croatia, Scotland, and Czech Republic. So it's a good group. This actually is like, this is a good I group. know group F is the group of death, but I think group D is actually a really kind of strong-ish group. It is, bro. Scotland is not nothing, is no joke. Czech Republic too, man. This is a good, bro, there's, there's going to be a lot of good games in this group. They got Thomas Suchek, they got Kufal, yeah, they had a couple guys team. like that, that did really well. They're like, what, Slavia Prague, whatever, those racist dickheads. They <laughs> yeah. have probably a lot of guys that play for the national team. So yeah. they, they definitely are like, okay. And Croatia tied them at the last Euros. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was 2-2. So I remember that game. They got a penalty in like 87. It was bullshit. But they, they got a side. Like, and then Scotland, obviously, um, they got like, the likes of Karen Tierney, Robertson. They got Che Adams, who's finding who found yeah. form at the end of the season. Yeah. Scott McTominay plays for them. Billy Gilmore plays for them. Billy they got, Gilmore. They got players. Like yeah. it's again, like they don't have a I don't think they have like a full 11 that you would really rate, but they got players. And if they can gel, then at that stage in a tournament, if you gel, that's all you really need. Especially them being sometimes these teams that get back into these major tournaments too, they have a runs, man. These random teams. And I think Scotland might be one of them. Yeah, I, I see that. And they're playing at home. So yeah, the right? going to be at home. Exactly. Hamden Park, which isn't the greatest stadium, but they're going to be playing there and they're going to be in front of their people and it'll be absolute scenes, I think. Scenes, man. 
I got offered tickets to go on the 22nd. And I was like, oh, no, it's a Tuesday. I was like, no, I can't make it. Which takes us, though, to the team, obviously, Croatia. What about school? We, um, <laughs> I, okay, so expectation-wise, just want to get out of the group. Maybe get past the round of 16. You think? Bro, I think you I think you guys blew your load in the World Cup, man. It's over now. <laughs> Blew our load. We were ready to it's go. It's over, bro. <laughs> you guys peaked, man. <laughs> oh man, we rolled over, girl tapped on our shoulder. We're like, no, we need, still need some time. <laughs> Gotta recharge the batteries. <laughs> but bro, we had an extra year. If you think about that, we did have an extra year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you guys got older, man. But we, a lot of the guys, a lot of the key parts of our team retired after the World Cup. Yeah. It's still really tough. I think that we put out, like, the 11 that we put out tonight against Belgium was a really good shout from our manager, Zlatko Dalic. And it's still, like, I rate the team, you know? Like, we yeah. have Perisic, we have Petkovic, we have Rebic. Joel's here. He can chime in on uh, England's chances if he gets sacked. They got Kovacic, Brozovic. Like, they have a lot of the guys that they had yeah, in that yeah. team. It's just really the left back, the keeper, and that's it. And the striker. So we'll see, dude. But I'm excited to watch England, man. Yeah. What do you think about England? Bro, I think they got a chance. I think they got a big chance in this tournament. They got a great youth. All those Mason Mount, Foden, all these young guys. Um, I think they they probably will but I think they're going to make a deep run I think they only make a deep run because majority of the games are at Wembley like it's going to be good dude hold on Joel's going to chime in come on Joel what do you got to say let's hear let's hear his England predictions (laughs) how you doing man Uh, I was thinking about Henderson earlier I didn't watch the game but I read on Twitter that he took the ball off Calvert-Lewin for the penalty did he? Really? Uh, I think so, yeah. And, he, and he's missed it. Yeah, he missed it. Well, Rashford took one like 10 minutes before the pen. Really? Board, and then they gave it to Henderson. I saw Henderson getting slagged off about like not being fit and just... And then there's the penalty incident as well. Oh, my Hendo. Hendo is balls, mate. Jesus Christ. Do you think they, they think he starts, though? Bro, Southgate loves him. Like Klopp loves him. Like so many play, like people like rate him so highly. But like he's a leader. Some of those guys you just need sometimes just a leader. But like I don't rate him like that. Bro, Roy Keane just had like the fucking greatest thing. I just saw it like right before we recorded. He was like, "What is it? What does he do? What does he value to the team? Does he do card tricks for them or something?" Like that? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he does not need to do at all. Just hilarious. So, um, but I think they make a run. I think they. But this is the thing that's so interesting about this group. And Joel, you probably like would love, I think I told you about this. And it's the winner of this group mm-hmm. plays the third place of Portugal, France, and Germany. The winner of this group. The winner of this group plays the third place of that. But either of those, you don't want to play France, Germany, or Portugal around the 16. I mean, we'll get to later. Germany, bro, is kind of like, eh. Would Southgate for the second on purpose then? I think he would. You think so? Do you remember what he did at the World Cup? He kind of like took the swerve that route so they could have the easier route. They did have an easier route in the World Cup for sure. Yeah, we did. We played Colombia, Sweden in in the quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was done on purpose. Remember they killed Sweden. Yeah. So I think it's it was purposely done. So I think he's thinking like... I feel like that you got to and we'll go into like the knockout stage and how that actually works yeah. but it's way more beneficial coming second in that group it would be but nah bro if you're just on form just go for it man but i could obviously see if yeah that in the world cup but like yeah Can so I you ask got ask keith something yeah go nuts talk yeah. to my how'd you feel about social mate ollie behind the behind the wheel man don't get me started on Ollie. What bro. happened in the Europa League final? <laughs> oh, bro, that was <laughs> shocking, man. Oh my god, bro, we're dead, Joel. We're dead. We're dead. We need some side. We need some signings this summer. We need Sancho. We need a midfielder. We need a striker. And, yeah, uh, we need a we need a center back, bro. I hopefully get Ryan, but we'll see. I see that they're in talks. We'll see. Fair. But Ollie is definitely not at the wheel for me. I'm Ollie out. Uh, true. Well, that's Joel's input, man. This guy's gone. Um. Yeah, so I think Group D, 
I wrote down in my prediction, I have England coming first in the group, Croatia second, Scotland third, Czech Republic fourth. I'm going England. I'm going to go England, uh, Scotland, but I think Croatia gets third place and goes through. I, I see the disrespect. I know the disrespect. That's it just, is disrespect. That's just how I see it, man. That the is Scottish so... games at home. I they're gonna get they're gonna get some wins. I think they might beat Croatia, bro. Honestly, is fucking disrespect. But you guys will go through, bro. I'm saying you'll go through, but <laughs> we'll get that third. You'll get third. <laughs> yeah, respects, man. Okay, Group E. Group E. Spain, Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. This is another decent group, man. You say decent group. Spain, Sweden, Poland? Yo, first off, the team that Spain's brought is just... I know, it's just a little mess. To be that's got to be the worst That's got to be the worst Spain team since like 2006. Yeah. I don't have them coming out, to be honest. That, but my favorites in this group are Poland, Sweden. But yo, here's the wild thing. I actually think that this team that Enrique's brought is going to gel and like somehow yeah. perform. I have Morata no, doing bits. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what do you mean? No? So? Yeah, I think, bro. So? I think I think like they actually like all of those guys. I think most of them were on like that part of that U21 squad when they won. I think a lot of them have really good chem. And I think they'll just be one of those gel teams that don't have like I, I just don't know. I have a weird feeling about them. I don't know, bro. Sweden, no Ibra. Remember that? I know, unfortunately. They got that striker who plays for Real Sociedad, um, Isaac. Still decent, decent. And they got Forsberg who plays for Leipzig. They got some guys, obviously, that can play. But Poland, Lewandowski. Yeah, he's going to go off. This, this might be his tournament. Yeah, but he never really does anything at like competitions like this. Just because... He doesn't, well, he doesn't have the help. He has a fucking... Exactly. Game. And Slovakia, I mean... Slovakia are kind of dead. Who do you got? I actually put Spain, Poland, Sweden. I'm going Poland to win it. Spain, second. Fair. And then last group, bro. Who do we got? Group of death. Hungary. The almighty Portugal. Germany and Alele Bleu. French. <laughs> my, French, my French brothers. Yo, I'm French. From June 11th to t- July 11th, <laughs> I'm French. <laughs> that team is full of African brothers. So that's what I'm rolling with. Let's go. Unbelievable, man. Let's go. Can you say something else in French? Oui. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to say this now. The French supporters and the French fans are some of like the most boring worst fans i've ever encountered in my life i went to two games of the world cup one of them was argentina argentina versus france french fans were awful no no singing not chanting not doing anything just dead and then in the final bro they were non-existent bro the first every live game i went to was when i was in france and we got to go watch the france england friendly at uh Stadium, Stade, not Stade de France, was the Stade de France, and yeah, Stade de France. And bro, they're hype, bro. It's crazy, bro. I don't know, maybe it's just the traveling that. fans, maybe it was like the people who got tickets. But it was, and also when they played Argentina, Argentina, fucking me, Argentina, <laughs> they those fans show out, South American fans show out, so they really overpowered them. But, um, this group, man, is gonna, it's be, gonna be fun, bro. It's gonna be good because Portugal are good, man, they are good. And Hungary are such like a their best player, that guy who just signed for Red Bull and Salzburg, whatever. He he's out of the tournament. But they tied Portugal last Euros and like they caused some problems. Yeah. So I think like the first game of the group is always that one where like teams kind of struggle and not get results and aren't able to do it. And Ooh, Portugal. Uh... Portugal plays Hungary first. First game? Okay. And it's France versus Germany. Their first game. And again, Hungary is a host. They're playing in Budapest. Okay. And Germany and Munich, they're a host. So that France is playing in Germany and Portugal is playing in Hungary, bro. So that could, that first game could really shake up 
how that group stage kind of works. Yeah. But I think France just completely overpowered. Putting Benzema back into the team is probably one of the best things that Didier Deschamps has decided to do. Mm. And I just gutted for Valbuena that he didn't get the call, but <laughs> Benzema can play and they're going to just... They're going to... I hope... Oh, I can't wait to They're going to run through. I think yeah. they're going to run through. I think they're going to come first. I have France first, Germany second, Portugal third. You have Germany second? I think so, man. Dude, I they're still like, a team. Man, they're still a team. That's, I think they're in transition stage too, bro. Yeah, but like... With the... The Kimmich, the Goretzka, the, the some of the players that they have, like I just but who's think scoring? Who's scoring, bro? It's not a burner. Who's scoring goals for them? Kai Havertz, Serge Gnabry. Is Serge is he healthy, bro? I feel like he wasn't playing much for Bayern at the end of the season. I think he's back. He's been playing, I believe. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going Portugal, France. Well, France, Portugal to go through. France first. I'm going Portugal. They just have so many guys, man. And like Portugal starting 11 is silly. It is. It is, man. I can't wait for this group. I can't wait. But just, I, don't, like, I don't think Germany, I don't think Ruben so. Diaz coming off of that season, Fonte, Pepe. Then you got like yeah. Semedo, Cancelo. You have that guy Guerrero who plays for Bernardo Dortmund. Silva, Jota, um, Joe yeah. Felix. My oh, doppelganger, dear. Andre Silva, had a great year in the <laughs> Bundesliga. Like, they have so many and Obviously, guys, the but... GOAT falls um, Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, man. He's going to show up. And then you have Rui Patricio Annette, who's a good keeper. He's been consistent for Wolves. So, they, they have guys, man. And, like, maybe, it, I don't know. You know what? I might have to change my pick to it. You know what? I'm fucking, I'm sticking to it. France, Germany, Portugal. Okay. I think... I think Portugal are so hyped about coming third in the group stage last time that it worked out for them that they're going to follow that path. Yeah, right. So that's the group stage. Yeah. So we have all of our winners, and that takes us to, like, some of our third-place teams. So those third-place teams will eventually just, like, filter in and go into the knockout stage where we go into the round of 16. And then the round of 16. So this is what I wanted to talk about. The round of 16 is kind of strange in the fact that group winners will play third places. And we kind of talked about how that kind of messed up some teams in the last Euros. But there's two groups and there's two round of 16 games where it's runner up of two groups. So second place of each group plays each other in round of 16, which is surely beneficial. I mean, it's, it's beneficial for the group. So one of them is runner up of group A and B. So that's Italy's group in A and Italy and Turkey and B is Denmark and Finland and Belgium. So if you think if you're, if you're Denmark and you like hope to come second in that group, because we said Belgium's going to fly. And then if you play Turkey, you're kind of hoping like one of those two teams is going to make it to the quarterfinal. Yeah. So it's kind of like beneficial for them. And then from Croatia's group, the other game is Croatia's group and um, I believe it's E. So group D and E, the runner up. So this is what I was talking about. It's like Croatia, if they come second in the group and say Poland comes second in the group, that's a round of 16 matchup, Mm. which I think is way better than like coming first and then having to play France or Germany or Portugal. Yeah, for sure. Especially with Croatia. Yeah. So in my in my draw, Keith, I picked Portugal coming third in the group. Yeah. And that means that they would have to play Belgium in the round of 16. Yikes. Which would be wild. Yikes. And then I had like say you had Croatia coming third in the group. Yeah. If they came third in the group, they would play Holland in the round of 16. Which isn't that bad. It's not, yeah, it's not as bad, yeah. Because then that game plays that winner of that like Turkey Denmark. Yeah. So then you're almost like you're in kind of like hoping to get to the quarterfinals and then semifinals, and then you possibly run across run across like England or Spain. So it's not like that bad. It'll be good, man. There's gonna be it's just gonna be fun. It's gonna be nice to see how it plays out. We'll see. 
But those, uh, that's third place. How many is it? Four? Four. Four third place teams? Yeah. There's it's four third be, place teams. Yeah. Those last games, those last group games will be obviously massive for some. We'll see how everything lies out and it settles down. But exactly. And what we're planning on doing, I think we talked about this on the pod. We're going to kind of have an episode after the group stage, concluding after the group stage and then going into the knockout phase. And kind of talk about well we'll see how our kind of early predictions have gone on and yeah. then see how the round of 16 shapes and what games we could kind of focus on and where we can make our almost like our second base predictions from it yeah perfect you want to get into some of our predictions some of the other predictions we got here okay so what we have is we have a dark horse we have the finals who we think the two teams are going to be in the finals we have our winner we have a top score, we have our best player of the tournament, and we have our best young player. So if people listening, if you don't like it, or if you want to share some of yours, there's a great chance for you to engage on the Instagram or message us some of your picks or put in the comments or whatever you do. But you got you to gotta go with it. You got to just trust yeah. the process. So we'll start with the dark horse. And you and me, both have the same dark horse but let me maybe explain i I picked two teams i know that doesn't doesn't really count yeah so i chose italy because one joey duramo told me that i got hype up italy so shout out joey duramo but and i don't know if you're going to be offended that i've called it a dark horse called it yeah but i don't know if they're a dark horse man listen this is my explanation okay go so as i looked at the favorites early booking favorites sky bet shout out sky bet over here it was france england belgium germany portugal spain netherlands italy italy are like and based off of previous tournaments they didn't make the world cup bro they didn't they did not make the world cup yeah they weren't at the fucking world cup (laughs) the last euros was like okay ish like not even up to their standard and as we said like they're rebuilding and i think it's crazy to think of a team as Italy that have won as many World Cups as they have. But I still think that this is like the tournament they come back and they are the dark horse. There's also something that I'm going to say that might be triggering, but I don't care. Roberto Mancini, 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 however you want to say it, has taken a step backwards in the fight against racism for not taking Moise Keane to the Euros. Bro, how does he not make the team? Bro, I do not know. The guys did well for PSG. He was scoring goals. The guy didn't include him. That is a step back in but he fighting against racism. He hasn't, he hasn't been playing. He didn't play much at the end of the season, I guess. I don't care, bro. It came down to it. But yeah, no, I would have taken him for sure. You need to get some experience, though. Bro, you know what, do you remember what Italy's, one of Italy's finest moments in Euros in the last, like, 10, whatever, I think it was 2012? Do you Mario. remember... Mario, Mario Super Mario bussing net, bussing top corner on Neuer and flexing. I know that's the last moment they've had in the last bro. That moment alone, decade. that moment alone should just get Moise Keen into the team. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be looking at them going, we need if we need that. No, but I would have brought them regardless, bro. Just because you need the young players to have that experience, even if you don't play, just to be there, you need that experience. Bro, he's a closet racist for sure. But who's your other? So then, my other one. We have the same one. We have Turkey. Yeah, we both went Turkey, man. I'm, I always remember that. Uh, was it 08 when they had that? Bro, run why through? are you opening up new wounds on me, man? <laughs> <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> bro, I've never forget, who scored that. I forget the Turkish guys scored that goal, that banger, man, against Croatia. I was oh, fucking, <laughs> bro. I think all of Croatia was crying. I remember my aunt calling me immediately after the game. Bro, like, what a goal! But I think, yeah, I think Turkey's going to have some magic this tournament, man. I think they're going to be the, the one team that makes a little run. I think so as well. And I think Smaller part country, of my, yeah. part of my like basis off of it was the fact of their group. Who do they have to play? The route that they could come out of. Yeah. And then that Yilmaz who played for yeah. Lille and was like 34 and just crushing yeah. the league and just scoring goals. So if you can keep that form going, I think they can do it. And I think just the, like I said, the, the group that they have and the route that they can go through, I think it, it favors them coming second in the group and doing well. So I, that's why I put them as my dark horse as well. All right. Shout out, to, shout out to all my Turks in North London and Herringay. 
Turkey. Yo, Beautiful I can't country. believe you just brought up 2008, man. Beautiful country. Bro, we'll see, man. Bro, we came first in the group. We beat Germany. We were like flying high. We scored like 119th minute. Everyone was going nuts. They scored 120th. Going to shootout. Modric missed. I cried. We lost the shootout. <laughs> it was devastating, man. But it, don't worry about it. Okay, let's go. Finals predictions, man. We got the same finals prediction, too. Bro, that's wild. But and I, I think we both have France versus England. Yeah. And it's at Wembley. Like, that's I, that's the reason, again, I'm going on it. England are playing, like, I think majority of their games. I think they'd only have one or two games that aren't played at Wembley. So it's such an advantage. And after the 21st... It's an advantage, period, but it's also for that team, bro. In England, we know it's fucking bottled. There's a lot of pressure, though. But at Wembley, because in this country, after the June 21st, everything is supposed to go back to normal and they're possibly saying that capacity of stadiums can increase. Yeah. So if Wembley has like 50, 60,000 people yeah, rocking up and rocking, man. it could be really good. And if there's no foreigners allowed into the country, no True. French people are going to be coming in. Obviously there's a lot of French people in London. But, here, yeah. but like, there's just, I have France versus England and we both have the same winner. Yeah, bro. I think, I think this is going to be, France is going to have that, um, that Spain run. What did Spain do? Euro World Cup Euro? Euro World Cup Euro, yeah. Yeah, I One think second. France is going to have that kind of run. Bro. The players they Joel, got. Joel, Joel's making a feature back on the pod. What is it? Speaking yeah, to the mic. Yes, say it. What do you say? He's, uh, he's not kicked the ball for three and a half months and is going to the European Championships. He can't be right. I've heard people say they want him around the place. What does he do? Does he do card tricks? Does he have a sing song? Does he do quizzes in the evenings? <laughs> <laughs> Does he do quizzes in the evening? Can you imagine? He's dry as fuck. He probably would do that. <laughs> Cheers for that, Tom. Oh um, my god, man. Yeah, I think France win it, man. Yeah, like you said, like that that Spain team is like a perfect example. Yeah. Just like going tournament, tournament, tournament. And you think like they still have they have youth too on their side. They gotta guy who's probably going to be the best player in the world soon bro and they should have won they should have won 2016 exactly right exactly yeah, bro they should have gone like this should have been they should have been already the yes they're already on that path that's what i'm saying they're gonna win i think they'll win again yeah fair bro I, I i rate that yeah i think of that as well um they're just too strong they're overpowered in all the positions just, like, they're they're balanced. the team is just balanced bro squad depth is insane. and like oh, adding well as playing with france but this guy just turns into a freaking zidane yeah, <laughs> he's playing with the France. He really does. Um, best top scorer, top scorer. You, you have. Uh, I want Lukaku, man. I think he's gonna be scoring a lot of goals. I think that's a good in the show. group stage. I think group stage he's gonna score a lot. Yeah, bro. This so is something I hard. looked at. Like the last couple of Euros, like the max person was like five. Right. Goals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's only gonna take like four, four or five to win it. Bro, in 2012, it was three. There was like four or five guys that all tied for a golden boot. And it was like three. And like, I think Manzukic kind of won it because he played less games. True. But yeah, it's always, it's always like a small amount. No one's ever gotten more over like that five, six mark. So if Lukaku can beg in group stage, like you said, and if he's on like penalty duties or something like that, then that will probably help the case as well. Who'd you take? I took Mbappe. But okay. part of me, what I was on the fence between Mbappe and Kane, and I took yeah. I thought about Kane because he's going to take penalties, yeah. and if they make a run to the finals, he's going to be probably scoring a good amount of their goals, or at least rely like relied upon, relied upon scoring a lot of yeah. them. But then I went with Mbappe because I think that once they get past that group, like last Euros, when they made it to the they played Wales or they played someone not as good and they won like five nil or something like that. Like yeah. they, they, they blew his team out. And if they have one of those games where they just yeah. put goals in the back of the net, I think, but I also thought Griezmann, I don't know. I was all over the Man, place. Cause he does run. too. He shows up for France. Like, like he's one of those guys when he's playing for his country, he's always scoring. And he got it last tournament. Cause you see that goal he scored the other day. Oh bro. What a fucking finish. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, he does score, man. And, like, yeah, he got it last time. He actually had six last tournament. So, there goes my uh, logic. But, yeah, he got six last time. And that actually got him the best player of the tournament, even though they didn't win the final. 
So yeah. And he was on penalties. Like at the World Cup, he was taking penalties for them as well. Yeah. So those are two good picks. Could be. Yeah, I think so. They're definitely gonna be in the running, guys. In the running for sure. Those two. Best player, man. We have a. We're on the same wavelength quite a bit. We both have Mbappe. Yeah, I think this is coming out. Well, not even coming out party, but really establishes himself. I think this tournament. Yeah. Well, at the World Cup, he got second best like he got the silver boot or like silver ball or whatever yeah and so second best player obviously shout out luka Modric got golden ball but he got it at the world cup at the world stage i think if he can do that again yeah pretty much if he has the same tournament like he kind of had like he showed up bro he showed up for sure but no I'm excited to watch that team man and then funny enough for best young player we both chose english english players yeah, dude, because I think they have, and yeah, either or, I, I was going to go with your pick too, but I think I'm starting to like him now, my pick more. I used to not like him, Mason Mount, though, I took your best young player. I rate him. I think he's good. I just don't know what, I like, with the two of those guys, I chose Phil Foden, and I think it just depends on, like, how Southgate. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And like how they play in the midfield, if Foden's gonna play like as like an attacking mid, or if yeah. he's gonna play with like a double pivot, or like I just don't know how he's actually gonna pick his team. Yeah. So I chose Foden because I thought that he was possibly gonna play on the as like a cam as an attacking mid. Yeah. Trying to create, but like Mount will play there as well. So I just don't know what he what he's gonna do if he's gonna play two holdings, if he's gonna play one holding. I suppose if they're gonna play three at the back, there's so many questions up in the air about England and Southgate of what he's gonna do. So I think that one's tough, but I think technically, like Ruben Diaz could win best young player. Yeah. Like yeah I, so like yeah. a lot of like young players could potentially still like win it, like a Ruben Diaz. Like Mbappe still technically qualifies for best young player. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So there's like, it's a weird one without like, yo, last tournament, Renato Sanchez won best young player. Renato. That was his glow up. And then he got to Bayern and then just kind of fell off. And then shout out to him. Came back with Leo and just like put it back in. Yeah. That's another guy we didn't even mention on Portugal squad. Like they got guys. I know. Yeah. So they have that. Like those are some of the predictions. I think that the young players, it's always a weird one. It's like Premier League young player award, but it's like men's are like 23. And like, <laughs> they're not like you wouldn't consider them young. Like Bakayo Saka should like be one of the young player of the words, but it's like Jack Grealish is nominated, but like, why? They got to fix the criteria. Like, well, I can go, we can have a whole episode. We can have a whole segment ripping into the Premier League awards because it's fucking shit. But the young player award, I think um, it could go, but I think it's going to go England's, England's way just because of the amount of young players they have. But if France, yo, you know who would actually be a good show? I think he would qualify for it. Yuri Telemans from Belgium. Yeah. Belgium like can make a run and yeah. he's like a pivotal part of it. You just got to think about like who's actually going to make a run and go far. And like my semifinals, bro, is you might not like this. I have Italy, France, England, Holland. Italy, France, England, Holland. No, I'm not mad at that. But uh, Italy on the way. So like Belgium, I have Portugal beating Belgium, Italy beating Austria, Italy beating Portugal. And then France beating Italy. Well, there's something about Belgium, man. I think, I think they got a shot, man. They got players, man. We they everybody knows shot. they got players. They got one of the best goalkeepers in the world. They have who some of the best. Pardon, Courtois. Yeah, you rate him, bro? Are you kidding? You wouldn't say he's top ten in the world? I don't know. I just don't rate him. I don't like him. He makes some stupid mistakes sometimes. Courtois, bro. Bro, you know how many keepers make stupid mistakes? <laughs> Loads. Yeah, and they ain't the top ones in the world. <laughs> Yo, you are we gonna really who are your best keepers in the world? I don't even know, to be honest. I'm gonna be looking at keepers. Bro, if you don't know, then how you say I'm gonna be looking at keepers <laughs> like the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's coming at me, not top 10. This is about, I don't even know, bro. He's definitely top 10. If you're a keeper at Real Madrid and you're on one of the teams of Belgium, and he played at Chelsea. Won the like was doing bits there. He's a good keeper. 
I don't know. We'll see. But yes, they got a chance. They got a shot. They got a shot. It's gonna be fun, man. I think it's gonna be great tournament. I'm up like I cannot wait. I've ordered my jersey. I've got my kit. I'm almost tempted to order a second kit and get the away one. I can't wait to go to the pub and watch some of these games. Yeah, lucky. And just get into the tournament. I feel sorry for everybody back home that isn't able to do that. Whatever. It's more fun just watching at home. You think it's more fun watching at home? <laughs> no, I'm joking, but like, nah, just be watching with the homies, man. Or some games. Yeah, I guess. But like over here, like all of like the beer gardens and all the pubs, all of like the outdoor viewings and everything will be wild. And English fans are just lost causes and they'll just, it'll be entertaining. It, it'll be like the first time that I'm able to actually watch and kind of see outdoor culture of it kind of in yeah. that sense, like big England, England. But like I said, I'm hoping to get tickets to that game next Sunday. So hopefully I'm in the stadium, but if not, I'm going to be in the pub. And I've been invited to one of my mates. He's like, they're hardcore English fans. And he's like, I don't know if you can wear your, your jersey over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I will, man. I don't, I don't see us winning that game, so I'll, I'll do whatever with it. When is that? Sunday? Next Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Because I think we'll have that and then potentially our special guest for next week. Yeah, I'm going to have to record Saturday. Might have to. Or afterwards if I'm a little drunk. But it's all good. No, I'm definitely drinking for that one. But yeah, special guest is coming next week. Yeah, yeah. stay tuned on the socials to see. Stay tuned. He's away at National Team Camp right now with Canada. So it's all hint, hint. Hint, <laughs> hint, hint wink, wink. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's going to be coming on next week. Our first guest interview. Yeah, we're excited, man. It'll be good. Good Euro predictions. I really dig it. I, I, uh, I'm so excited for this tournament to start, man. It's dope. It's dope. And you know, it's dope. Every single tournament that I've, I, I know I'm keeping on rambling. Every tournament that I've kind of like watched, well, the last, luckily, last World Cup, I was there and the last Euros, I was there. So the one before that and like the World Cups and stuff like that, with the time difference, it's always been like during working hours or like in a random time for us back home in Canada. And now being over here, it's actually yeah, like true. all the games you typically are like at five o'clock kickoff or like eight o'clock kickoff over here. So it's nice to actually like be able to work and go home and then go to the club like, and like, watch the, the games. I'm gonna be missing some games, man, during the day because of work. It's tough, man. Come move out here. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's that's it, eh? Another episode. That is, man. Again, um, if you got to the end of the episode, shout out to you. Thank you. Um, thank you to everybody for giving the feedback, coming on, telling us how we're doing supporting us riding with us it's episode two of the just offside podcast with me michael pavella and keith mccuya we uh thank you we hope you enjoyed the episode and stay tuned for what's coming next all the best until then enjoy the first couple of games of the euros enjoy see y'all soon <laughs>